0: Hello and welcome to the MGMA Insider Podcast. I'm Daniel Williams. Today I'm joined by MGMA principal consultant Ken Hertz. Ken, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Uh, Daniel, glad to be here and looking forward to talking about two of my favorite topics.
0: Ken, we're talking about mission, vision, and values and their importance in a medical practice. So I think it's good if we take a step back first. Let's define them. Uh, first, let's look at mission. What What does the mission for a medical practice look like?
1: So when we talk about the mission for a medical practice, um, we really talk about what's your your most heartfelt guiding purpose for the practice. Mission, vision, and values, sometimes people get all caught up in, Well, is it a mission or is it a vision? And is the mission the same as the values or is it different? And I would say to you, don't get caught up in all of that. Whatever you want to call it, call it. But for purposes of our discussion, let's talk about mission as that kind of underlying guiding foundation that really um, sets the tone for the overall practice. So if you're a primary care practice, uh, your mission may be to, to care for and work with your community in developing a solid foundation to help them achieve a better level of health, a better way of living, etc. So it's a, a, a real foundational kind of thing.
0: Now, when you work with practices, I'm guessing that, that most of them do have a, quote, mission statement, but is is that something that is, you know, just a, a, a nice quote that's on the wall, so to speak, or is it embodied by the employees? I mean, how much do the the general staff know what that mission statement is and and then live and work by it?
1: The better practices, the best practices, the mission, vision, and values, whatever they call it, there is an alignment between all of the staff, all of the team, and the organization's mission, vision, and values. And it doesn't mean that they have to be able to quote it word by word, but they need to live it every day. They need to embody it every day in every transaction. Those are the high performing organizations. Alternatively, those that are not high performing, those that are average or below
0: average, they
1: do not have a well articulated Mission, vision, and
0: values. You and I have talked about sort of consumer brands before, and you mentioned some of them earlier the Ritz Carlton, Chick fil A, just to name a couple of them. And those are branded, well known uh, consumer entities, so to speak. I don't, do we, I know you kind of brought uh, medical practices into that as well, but How do they fit into that? Because I don't, I'm not saying they don't, but how do they work in that same regard? Is there some sort of parallel or comparison to those types of organizations?
1: If you were to go into different communities throughout the country and you were a new community member, and you would start to talk with people and say, I'm new in the community, I need to find a primary care doctor, or I need to find a uh, a specialist for X, Y, and Z, etc., etc., there are going to be practices or systems that have developed um, a certain level of what we would call brand equity. When you see a sign for Chick-fil-A, you know what it, going to mean in terms of the quality of the food and the quality of the service. When I go to perhaps the Mayo Clinic, I know what kind of expectation to have because of the reputation. Although you will find that it varies from community to community. And then um, in certain communities, again, there may be a practice. Uh, there may be a hospital system, and they're going to have some of that branding, Daniel. And when you go into that community and you ask people based on the recognition that they have, based on the brand equity that they have, people will recommend them uh, to you. It's the same thing when you go to find a veterinarian, you do it based on reputation, recommendation. You may ask questions about, How are they treated? How are you treated? All those kinds of things.
0: I know that we talk about them all almost like they're one word, mission, vision, and values, but let's dig into each one just a little bit more. Uh, Let's talk about mission first. So when you think about that, when you approach a medical practice, what does that mission look like?
1: When I work with the practice I'll oftentimes start with the staff. What's your mission? Oh, we provide good care for patients. Mm, Okay, how does that set you apart from any other practice? Because that's what every practice wants to do. On the other hand, I'll speak with the founding physicians. And sometimes the founding physicians will talk about their mission. Well, they grew up in the community. They went off, they got their training, they came back. Why? Because they saw a need in the community the kind of specialty or services that they offered, that they felt that the community needed a higher level of care. So their mission is this really heartfelt uh, purpose. What's our our key purpose? It's difficult for physicians to talk about mission, vision, and values. And physicians like to deal with uh, more factual kinds of things. It's kind of like mission, vision, and values. It's a little bit like wrapping your arms around the uh, mercury. Um, so, so mission is that, what's your underlying purpose?
0: What is the physician's role in this sort of strategic planning process? What, what part do they play? And I know that can depend on the type of practice we're talking about here, but who is kind of setting the stage? Who is building out the mission, vision, and values?
1: So in a privately owned practice, they are the physician owners, they are the business owners. It is their responsibility to develop the underlying mission and vision and values for the practice to do that collaboratively with the practice administrator. ideally. The the private practice is physician, owned, and governed, and then managed by professional managers. So the physicians play a critical role. It is their business. They hire managers to protect their business, to run their business effectively, efficiently, to make sure their business is compliant in the law, but it's ultimately the business owners really set the direction.
0: Is there a role that they play in, in some bigger health systems, or Are they just are they part of the team at that point? How are they governed when you do expand to those bigger systems?
1: On one hand, you've got the physician on practice. Now, then you have the practice that becomes employed by a health system. So the health system has mission, vision, and values. When the practice becomes a part of the health system, it's important for them to ensure that their mission, vision, and values out of the practice aligns with that of the new health system as a health system evolves and are continually evolving, the successful system will empower the practice to develop their mission, vision, and values consistent with those of the system. But rather than just imposing from above, this needs to be a collaborative kind of effort.
0: Let's go to vision now, because I, I want to understand this part of the sort of triad better of mission, vision, and values. Is the vision being, is it projecting? Is it being strategic out into the future? What are we looking at when we talk about the vision of a medical practice?
1: The vision is kind of how we define success. Uh, let's say we want to go on a vacation. The mission for our vacation is that I want some time to relax. Uh, I'm looking for some place where I can sit by a stream, where I can write in my journal. And so I I create kind of this, this purpose. What am I trying to do? Now, the vision then takes that and creates a perfect picture of it, and the picture then becomes how we define success. so the place where you can do that is going to be in the mountains of denver and or the mountains of Colorado or the mountains of north carolina and it's interesting because it used to be Daniel that when we talked about strategic planning, we talked about one year, three years, five years, ten years i 'm not sure that we can do much. To do a strategic plan for 10 years in healthcare today. And a vision is really not bounded by time. A vision is how we define success out in the future. What does success look like for us?
0: Values is one that I keep pondering, trying to sort this one out because maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way, but I'm thinking about, well, there's the Hippocratic oath, you know, we've got the value to, you know, work in the the patient's interest and beyond that. But what do we mean by values in a medical practice? I understand the customer service. Uh, we've used the example of Chick-fil-A and the Ritz Carlton and the kind of values or the sort of service they live by, but, Values in a medical practice. I'm I'm still trying to figure that one out.
1: When we talk about values, I like to um, use the analogy of the iceberg. And so, when you look at an iceberg, you see what's above the surface of the water, just the tip of the iceberg. Below the waterline is all of the foundation. So the mission is below the waterline. The values are below the waterline, and then the vision is up above. That's kind of how we're defining success and what we're striving for. So what what are our values in a medical practice? What are the things we hold dear and most valuable to us? Trust and truth may be one. Honesty, um, that we value our employees and then turn that into action. We help pay for somebody who wants to get a master's degree. Um, I mean, there are, there are any number of things, but the values are those things that help create our culture. So we establish those values that really are what we are about.
0: Right. Now, once you have that in place, what now, what's the next step? I don't, Suspect you just put it in cruise control, Are there ways to actually begin to measure uh, what you've what you've decided upon to see if it's working. What do you do then?
1: Uh, first of all, there are clearly benchmarks or analytical tools that you can use. Patient satisfaction surveys. Um, employee satisfaction surveys employee 360 degree surveys where you have employees evaluate supervisors, managers, etc. you can do an analysis of the turnover rate. You can take and look at an analysis of patients leaving the practice, new patients coming into the practice. The other important thing then is that management, must live this. So if we really are committed to employees, then let's really care for the employees. How do we recognize our employees? Uh, Let's look for creative and innovative ways of doing that and do that on a regular basis. How do we provide education and training for our employees? Uh, There's so many different things, but if we've developed our mission, vision, and values, We have to commit to them, and we have to be responsible for ensuring that we live them every day, not just expecting our team to live them, but that we have to live them as leaders.
0: Uh, Ken, how does the mission, vision, and values fit into the overall strategic plan of a medical practice?
1: As you know, I like to use analogies. So when I was growing up, we'd plan a trip, and we'd create the the mission for the trip, what was our purpose, and then the vision. And then my parents would call up the AAA, American Automobile Association, and they would get a AAA triptych that would come in the mail with all sorts of maps and books and this wonderful little kind of flip book with a PVC binding at the top. And it was kind of like a stenographer's notebook. And there was this narrow blue line through each page that took us on the trip, that triptych is the strategic plan. But you can't create the triptych until you know where you're going. And so the mission, vision, and values is your visioning process, how you define success, what you're striving for, what you're aiming for. And then once you do that, Then you develop a strategic plan. What are the goals and objectives to help you achieve your vision? What are the tactical steps that you need to do? And that's what the AAA Triptych was. It had that blue line. You could fold it, fold out each page, and it would tell you restaurants and hotels and uh, attractions, all sorts of things. But you always knew with that blue line that that you would get back to that. So if we have as the backdrop, the mission, vision, and values, then the strategic plan allows us to develop the plan, the process to get there. And because we have that vision, every decision we make is predicated on or based on the vision. So we don't have to go, gosh, I wonder how this fits in here. Because we know exactly how it fits in here. Because we know what our vision is. We have this little blue line, which is our strategic plan. We can waver if we want, but then we can get right back to it. They're interconnected, but they are two different processes. If you start a strategic plan... Without having a mission or vision or values, ideally, I think it doesn't have as much clarity and usefulness as it could.
0: Well, Ken, thanks so much for sharing those insights with us today.
1: Uh, My great pleasure, Daniel. It's something that, that I'm passionate about. And I think that practices should consider embracing the process of visioning and planning it will help elevate them to a much higher level of performance and satisfaction.
0: Thanks again to Ken Hertz. If you're interested in learning more about strategic planning and a medical practice, go to mgma.com events. Thanks again for being an MGMA Insider. I'm Daniel Williams.